Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, the show about your sex and your happiness and everything that has to do with that, everything sexy, everything happy, and everything that will increase that for you. And you all know that I don't think you can have one without the other. I think they go hand in hand. Happiness is sexy. So whatever you need to do to get yourself happy and maintain it, it's an inside job. And it's, it's you, it's taking a stand, it's making a choice. It's whatever you have to do to get yourself there. And then that's sexy. That's just so sexy. When you radiate from the inside, you are just so radiant on the outside. So today I have a very special show for you. I have a special guest. I'm going to tell you his name, Jason Gaddis. And he's a relationship student and teacher. He's the host of the Smart Couple podcast and the founder of The Relationship School. Jason's on a mission to teach people the one class they didn't get in school, how to do intimate relationships. How sweet is that? So, Jason, welcome to Sex and Happiness. I'm so happy to have you. I'm psyched to be here, Laurie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, let let me just tell people how I found you. I like to let people know this. So, I have a bunch of apprentices, you know, who are studying to teach Tantra with me, and they're all over the world, and like two classes full, and they listen to podcasts all the time. A few of them do listen to podcasts, and they have been raving about Jason's podcast to me for a few months now, so I just had to find out for myself. I had to contact Jason, get in touch with him, and and invite him to the show. So, Jason, how did you, you know, I like to start off with how did you get to do what you do? Like what, what got you on this mission? Pain. (laughs) (laughs) Pain, lots of pain. I, you know, I, I was uh, just kind of a failure and struggled a lot in my intimate relationships. And so I, long story short, that was where the pain was and I wanted a different result. I realized I was the one common denominator in my relationship problems. And so I went and did something about it and started studying myself and studying psychology and studying other people. Excellent. So good. And so about how long ago was that? I was 29. So, um, about 15 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I was kind of that guy that was good at getting girls to like me. And I, I wasn't always that way in my teenage years. I was kind of a late bloomer and I felt really insecure and girls always thought I was kind of the nice, cute guy, but they would never date me. They never Mm -hmm. liked me back. Mm -hmm. And then in college, I figured out kind of how to get girls to like me, or at least a certain kind of woman to, to like me, but I would keep them at an arm's length. And, um, every woman I dated, I, kept in an arm's length because I was, you know, too scared to let him in basically. But I didn't know that. I, I thought she was the problem, right? I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then after many failures, I don't know how many, but after failure, I, I imagine failure after failure because a woman 
just wants to be kept at arm's length for just so long. Yeah, I mean, they they were a little too, the women I dated were sweet and nice and I'm probably a little too insecure to confront me. And that would, that kind of both worked for me and it didn't work for me. I, I started to resent the fact they were a little too passive or not confronting me on my bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't, I, I sort of secretly wanted that. And so when a, a woman finally did, I, it was like very liberating. It was, it was so, I was immediately very defensive, but also really grateful. That is so good to hear, you know, cause I'm the kind of woman that confronts, but I, uh, and I also disrupt, <laughs> but, yeah, um, nice. <laughs> but I don't always get the feedback until much later, you know, that, um, the person was really, really grateful. Cause at the time, you know, they just look like deer in the headlights and like, <laughs> what could this bitch be saying to me? <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Yes. Yeah. So how great. So you went on a journey then you started on your own personal journey to find out about yourself. Exactly. I, I moved to Colorado to study psychology. I enrolled in graduate school. I enrolled myself in individual psychotherapy as a client. Um, I wanted to understand what the fuck my problem was mm. and, um, I wanted to understand how people worked and how this whole relationship shit worked. And I, cause I didn't, I thought I did. I thought I was a good listener. I thought I was a good communicator and I was hiding behind a really big wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. So, okay. That's, that sounds wonderful. So then, you know, besides schooling and formal, psychotherapy did you do anything else did you enroll in transformational classes or did you you know did you do anything outside of academia or like sort of the regular path Cause, yeah because to bring to yeah, bear t- what you're bringing to bear on relationships you said i mean i'm telling you everyone i know is listening to you so you know there's something that calls me and has to have called you and it's got to be more than traditional psychotherapy that you know true that only starts True. people out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I did a lot of studying, and I, I enrolled in a gestalt training, mm. um, which was basically like group therapy for three years. Um, I did a lot of transformational workshops. I studied some David Data. I did a workshop of his. I went to a bunch of different healers. I did some shamanic work. Uh, I, somewhere in there I met my – well, in grad school I met my, my wife – and, um, we just locked horns immediately in, uh, <laughs> and by that, I mean, we, we fought from the start. Yeah, we I got that. <laughs> it wasn't the fairy tale sort of, um, oh, falling in love. We're falling in love with each other and blissed out. It was, you know, I finally met, met a woman who I felt safe with and I started to let down my guard and in doing so, I, I started to trip over myself a lot and I just didn't know how to, how to do this because it was with my wall down. I was like, well, who the fuck am I now? I didn't know. It was really scary and confronting. So we fought for like three years straight and, um, I continued a lot of different healing modalities and, um, reading and studying myself. And at the time I was studying to help other people with their issues and challenges as a psychotherapist at the time. So I was also learning through other people and helping other people. And that was extremely helpful for me. Um, so yeah, there was a lot in there and a lot of, meanwhile, my, my sex life started to finally reveal itself because now I had a one partner for longer than six months and all my sexual issues started to come to bear. And 
that coupled with um, some financial challenges and a few other things, it's just sent me into a really big, you know, what kind of the layperson would call a midlife crisis. But for me, it was almost like a spiritual emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really lost my way and, and didn't know who I was and, you know, this emerging self. And it was a real hero's journey, dark night of the year and a half. And, uh, <laughs> you know, fortunately I had some good guidance and, and mentorship along the way, um, actually from a sexual healer and, uh, you know, found my way eventually, but there, you know, there's, there's a lot of chapters in there. Yeah. Thank you. And your wife stuck it through. She did. Um, almost not. I mean, we broke up twice and I thought forever. And then I, she left the door barely cracked open for me because I once again was sort of blaming her. Um, kind of true to form. And when I got past that, um, she had left the door barely cracked open for me. And I said, she was like, I I only want to be with you if you want to marry me and uh, do a full on committed partnership, or I never want to talk to you again. So yeah, I could see uh, that's a narrow choice right there. (laughs) Yeah. The yeah. ultimatum. Sometimes us men, we, we need, we need a woman to like throw it down like that to be, to really stand in her truth. And it took her a while to get there. But when she did, it was like, she was a force. And of course that was attractive, right? Um, yes. Versus the sort of woman who's cowering away. She was just like ready to crack my nuts and call me forth really, right? Like into myself. And, and it was really, I'm really grateful for her because she, I mean, she's done so much to help me out, but that was one moment. Well, you know, thanks for saying it just like that, because, you know, a lot of women are listening to this show and and have been listening to the show for a long time. And certainly I talk a lot about self-love and how one has to speak one's truth. And I love how you just gave us from the male perspective that it's really sexy and beautiful and attractive and and compelling when we do speak our truth and sometimes lay out an ultimatum that says, okay, listen, you got to do it like this. You're worth it. I'm worth it. So show up. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And you know, not every man is going to rise to the occasion. A lot of us will cower and run the other direction and and good. You don't want to be with a guy like that anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So that's so great. Wow. It's just so nice to hear it. So I want to thank you for that. So then yeah. you, so we're fast forwarding now and we come to somewhere in the, in closer to the present and you start your radio show because you have so much to share with people. So when did you start or your podcast? We'll call it. I, I like to still call them radio shows. I'm old school. Um, that's great. <laughs> so when did you start your, your, your podcast? In 2015, uh, I started the Smart Couple podcast, and that was, um, you know, I, eventually I left psychotherapy because I got tired of repeating myself to clients and tired of charging certain rates and also tired of a little more victim consciousness that I was attracting. So I just had to shake things up once again, as I always do when I grow, and uh, eventually started to expand and teach classes online. and. And the podcast arose out of just a, an obvious choice of where the industry is going because uh, I've had a blog for years, but, uh, you know, I like to talk and, and I, I like to share what I've learned and from other people and myself and my own experience. So podcast was kind of an obvious choice. 
Yeah, that's great. Really, really great. So 2015. So good. So welcome to the world of podcasting. It does. It makes a huge difference to so many people. And we never know, you know, like only a smidgen of the people who listen really write to us, sit down and write to us, send an email or let us know how we're doing. But, you know, week after week, they subscribe and they listen. And, um, and so you're doing great. You're just doing good because, you know, I hear I might hear about you more than you hear about you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it was fun to hear that today when you I had no idea um, that you had students that liked the podcast. And I was like, oh, really cool. <laughs> yeah, know, I don't know until someone tells me. Yeah, I we were in class. I was doing a class on sex magic about a month ago, which is how to use your orgasm for um, manifestation and creating your intentions to, you know, having them show up. And one of my apprentices, he's like my, a second year apprentice said, Oh yeah. The other day I was listening to this podcast, the smart couple by Jason Gaddis. And I went, who, what? And yeah, tell me mm-hmm. about that. So he told me about it. And then I have, I have two apprentices who look around the universe for people for me to interview. Mm. And then they send me emails or call me and they go, I found someone that you should get in touch with. I sent an initial email or whatever, and I and both of them said you. And wow, cool. And these are three men. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> so That's just, good to know because I I mean so I'm like you in that some of my or I'd say the majority of our audience is women. Um, so I don't always know sometimes the men, you know, the impact I'm having on men. So that's good to hear. Yeah, it's great. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break right here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the kinds of things you actually cover on the podcast and some of the things that you've learned, like what's in the, you know, you're, you finished the dark night of the year, as you put it, and then you moved on and things started to hopefully get better. So we'll hear about that and some of the lessons. And then in our third segment, we'll get some tips from you and find out how people can listen in and get in touch with you. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And today I'm interviewing Jason Gaddis. And if you didn't hear the intro, Jason is a relationship student and teacher. He hosts this popular podcast called Smart Couple, and um, he's the founder of the Relationship School. And he's trying to teach people what they didn't get in school. And you all know that, and I know that. They don't teach us one real thing that we need, real common sense thing that we need to man- man- manage our lives uh, and and what can happen to us as we grow up. So. This is this is good stuff. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it. You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to schooloftemplearts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because 
Love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers, only nineteen ninety nine paperback and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com. That's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. If you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. You're listening to Sex and Happiness. Again, I'm Laurie Handler as your host. And today I'm, I'm interviewing Jason Gaddis, who's the podcaster of The Smart Couple. And um, Jason, that was a great last segment. It was wonderful to hear how you got started. I loved your one-word answer, pain. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they say that people do things to either avoid pain or... Um, What's the motivations? Avoid Seek pain pleasure. or pursue pleasure. And most people, I think, avoid pain. They're trying to avoid pain. They don't know how to really go after their pleasure. Mm. So how do you how, tell us, you know, some of the things that have happened to you since you kind of surrendered your wife threw down the gauntlet. She said, you know, marry me. You've had this life together and you've you started this blogging and this podcast. What are some of the things that that you address? some of the things that people should really look into and explore for themselves. Cool. 
Yeah, I, I should also mention I have two kids, eight and six. Um, oh, and they're teaching also, you a lot. They teach me a lot. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think one of the things I I address on the podcast and I share over and over with my students uh, is that relationships are work. And if you don't like work, then don't expect to have a good relationship. So I try to get people to embrace pain, embrace work, uh, and embrace growth. You know, I'm all about uh, that you have to have a fulfilling relationship over time. It takes two people to be into growth and development because if one person's sitting on their ass and the other person's reading books and listening to podcasts, it's not going to work. Um, it can if the other person comes around uh, and wakes up a bit, but it usually doesn't. So both of us, both of you have to be into growing yourselves up and looking in the mirror and facing your shit and dealing with your pain and dealing with your problems and um, learning how to communicate, you know. So I start there with, with kind of high level and, and really teach people that, you know, you were sold a lie about relationships and it's time to just kind of be an adult here and wake up to relationships are hard long term. Love is hard. Uh, it's not the new age thing. It's all easy. Um, <laughs> it's challenging. You know, people trigger the shit out of you and you shut down and you run away and you have all your habits and patterns. And so no problem. You got to deal with them, though. Uh, if you want a fulfilling partnership and if you want sexy sex and sexy love, um, it takes some effort. So that's kind of the high level stuff. And then I can share a couple tactical things. Sure, sure. That's great, though. Let me just say to you that it's interesting because I a lot years ago, I worked for Landmark Education and people one of the number one questions people used to ask before they did the forum, the Landmark Forum was, will this ruin my relationship? Will my relationship end? <laughs> Should my partner go to the course or not? And, you know, I I would say, well, first of all, if your partner's dragging their butt, then you should do it anyway. And I can't say that the form will end your relationship, but you'll come out thinking differently. And you may think so differently that you may, you know, pass your partner and leave your partner in the dust unless your partner is yep. willing to come and not come kicking and screaming, but actually come open, ready to go. Yeah. And, and the right. same thing in Tantra, you know, people say, you know, shall I come with my partner? I say, well, if you attend class with your partner, like a class that's non-partnered, um, sometimes it's easier if you're not watching over your shoulder, what your partner's doing. Uh, but ultimately right. your partner has to come too. Because it's not going to work if both of you don't have the same knowledge base and want to try the same things. Yeah, you're, we're, it's just not going to feel reciprocated, right? If I'm always giving to you a certain way and you're not giving back and learning how to give to me. Right, right. And then people cling, they hold on and and they just stay in so much pain. So thanks yeah. for saying all that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And then tactically, like some of the things that you mentioned, like what would you what would you say? Well, we, we have to get out of this notion that we think we know how to talk or listen to people. Um, sure, sure, we all know how, right? We all can get by in life and go to the store and ask for what we want at the store or something. But when it comes to a partnership, asking for what you need in bed or asking for what you need, you know, especially if it's really vulnerable and, and scary, um, that's challenging. And also, just to listen to your partner, my rule of thumb with my wife is I don't um, – she doesn't until, let's see, how does it go? 
I don't understand her until she feels understood. Wow. That's such an important distinction there. You have to get the yeah. feedback that she feels understood or gotten or grokked yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's a total waste of time for me to sit and defend myself and say, no, no, I am listening. I do understand you. It's like, dude, stop. You do not understand someone until they say, yeah, I feel understood. Thanks. Mm-mm-mm. So that's a, you know, and then I teach people how, you know, there's like five basic steps on how to get there. Um, but that is a really important um, aspiration to have in our partnership is to listen to our partners so they feel understood. And and yeah, you know, I'm never going to know exactly what it's like to be, um, be them on the inside, but we're going for an, a close approximation to the point where they say thanks. You know, yeah, I feel like you're getting me. Yeah, I feel completely gotten. Wow. It's rare that people do feel like that, and it's something worth pursuing when you have somebody willing to listen like that um, and not be defensive. And even if you have to do it white knuckle sometimes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll stay up all night. You know, I always tell my wife, she, she gets tired before I do, so she'll be like, yeah, but I can't stay up all night. I'll be like, honey, but I want to stay up all night and make sure I – because I don't like sitting with the discomfort of us in disconnection and her like – pissed off at me or something. So I'm like, cool, what I need to come back in and try again. And now that sure that took some work to get there because I used to just get defensive and maybe shut down. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we, we need to find that place in us that, um, also wants to be understood. And so we got to fight for that a little bit and stand up and be like, okay, let me try again, honey. And then if they're not ready, I can say, cool, can I, can we come back later today or tomorrow morning? Cause I really want to understand you and have you have that experience of feeling understood. That's so great. I think that particular, what do I want to call it? I don't know. That particular tactic alone would probably save most relationships. I mean, it would go a long way, right? Yeah. Um, It feels so good to be understood, right? Yeah. And to feel like the person really wants to get it, like they're highly motivated. They're not just being a yes person and saying, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, it's whether they're defensive or not. Some people just mask and they just go, yeah, yeah, I got it. got it. got it. And then they don't mean that. They don't mean that at all. And they didn't get it. So it's, yeah, I think one of the biggest human uh, longings, I'll call it, is to be fully gotten to be fully yeah uh they're that there's they're gotten on a soul level they're seen and if you yes yeah if you listen like that and really do uh embrace their point of view their feelings their experience then they there's a piece of longing that doesn't have to be longing it can actually be belonging, you know, like, wow, I feel really like I belong here with you. Yeah, totally. And I'm glad you said that piece about, um, effort too. You, you said something about trying, like, um, we need to at least know that a person is trying really hard to understand us, right? That also feels good. And we also want to see progress to the point where it it does improve. Um, that's, that's important. And, And a message, quick message to the guys, um, and women will appreciate this is if you want your woman to stop complaining and the whole drama thing, and that's getting hard for you, you got to learn how to listen better, more effectively, right? Cause that's going to actually get her to open, right? It's, it's what you're saying when we feel seen and like we belong and we're safe, then that's when we open our bodies and we open our hearts. So 
so it's incentive, right? Like if I want someone to open to me, then I need to listen like a badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your ears have to grow really big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. It's so good. And another analogy I use, I like to use the catcher's mitt. Like I say, you know, if there's a ball in play, like somebody's throwing a ball at me, I gotta catch it and keep it in play. I don't just drop uh-huh. it on the fl- ground and go. You know, I don't want to play. Like if I'm into you, I want to catch what you're throwing towards me and, and, you know, play with it. Like, okay. So I don't have to, I could reframe it. I don't have to look at it as an attack on my personality, on my ego, on anything. I don't have to defend. I can actually just catch it and say, okay. Wow, I really, I really love that. Thanks for that. I'm, I'm going to use that. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Game on. <laughs> you that's, know? A, that's a really good one. It's just so simple, right? It's like if you and I want to go play catch and you just turn away, turn your back on me, like there's no, I can't play with you anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to keep everything in play that's coming my way because at some point it's going to develop and it's going to blossom into something, you know, there's a reason you're trying to get me to see this. There's a reason you're trying to tell me this. It could be for your own benefit, which is fine, or it could be for our benefit, or it could just be for my benefit, but there's a reason that it's coming. And so I want to catch it and I want to see, and then there's times when I have to have the discernment to say, "Uh uh-uh, this is not playing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. True. I got a boundary here, right? Yeah, exactly, and that's that's important too. So it's great, like really, really great stuff. Great stuff. So if your wife were uh, listening in, which she may be, I don't know how close she is to you right now, but if she was listening in, you know, what would she say about you know how you've been doing, how 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 you've done? Yeah, she's not just for that <laughs> reference. She's working. Okay. Um, she would say, I, um, I've actually asked her this and I've heard her tell other people this. she'd say that, you know, I do for the most part really well. Um, and you know, I screw it up sometimes and I, sometimes I just don't, there's, there's certain layers. Like w- when I'm tr- really triggered in my own thing, it's h- much harder, right? It's right. harder to, to get her and understand what it's like to be her. And so I absolutely still fall down and, and, uh, make mistakes and don't totally understand her. And then I get defensive and think I know. And, um, so we, you know, but we're efficient about that. And I know pretty quickly, like, okay, I got it. Jason, listen to yourself. Talk, just relax. Um, and so I'd, I'm guessing she would say I do pretty well. That's so great. That's really great. So, we we are we are going to take another break here. When we come back, I'd love to hear um, any topics that uh, that you've covered in you know in teasing out like the whole what it is to be in a relationship, uh, and then you know also any tips you might have, and and then of course how my listeners can listen into you because I'm right. sure that. Just based on what we've said so far, like you are so no nonsense. It's so real how yeah. you're speaking. Uh, so I would agree with your wife. Like, you know, <laughs> you're doing really well. Uh, okay. oh. <laughs> no, it really is. It's like so simple what you're saying. And now just if people can get their arms around that, if they could actually yeah. 
and women too, because women also get defensive, and uh, it's not just it's not just a gen it's not a gender based thing. Everybody That's on right. some level defends, and when they defend, they're wasting time almost. Yeah, yeah, and you're demonstrating your insecurity. Yeah, and how attached you are <laughs> to something, yeah. whatever that is. So, yeah. all right, so uh, we're going to take another break here. This is Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers. My guest is Jason Gaddis. And um, I just really hope you're listening in to this. Uh, like you stopped what you were doing. If you're, if you're doing something and listening to the podcast at the same time that he's talking no nonsense, real stuff, the real deal. If you want to be in a relationship, this is what it takes. It's, it's work and it's worth it. It's rewarding. It's feeling that kind of belonging that, maybe you never felt before so we're going to come back and get some tips from jason please stay tuned hi you know i want to talk to you seriously about going on vacation to me vacation is really important and i want to be somewhere that really stimulates me and really is fun i want to tell you about a vacation you can come on where you can deepen your intimacy while also being at the perfect vacation. I'm talking about an all-inclusive vacation with a nude beach and a prude beach and an exceptional nightlife. In really fun classes, every day I will take you deeper and deeper into couples, sensuality, intimacy, and enhanced communication. My classes include things like making love in the unknown, making sex last longer, sex magic, and intimate massage techniques. This year, I'll be teaming up with Michael Gibson to offer Just Add Skill for Men and Goddess Massage. He and I will both offer private sessions on all these topics and more. So, you're asking when? October 13th to the 20th. The location is Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril, Jamaica. I really want you to come on this vacation with me. I'm not kidding. It changed my life to be in an environment like Hedonism. So to book, call Tom's Trips. The number is 800-285-0853. That's 800-285-0853. You have to say that you're with me, Laurie Handlers. Please book right away because accommodations are going fast. And this is really a dream vacation. So many times you've heard Laurie talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has 
personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience, often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say Laurie Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. This is Laurie Handlers. We're back with Sex and Happiness. I'm interviewing Jason Gaddis, and I'm going to say he's an expert. He says he's kind of humble. He says he's a teacher and a student of relationships, which he is, and I'm going to say he's an expert. A lot of people are listening to him, and it's because he's got this no-nonsense approach. He's saying it the way it is. He's just saying what you have to do, and it's really the basics that we never learned in school. We learned how to hide. We learned how to defend. We learned how to bend the truth if it didn't, if things didn't look good. And he's talking about the real deal. If you want to be in a relationship, you need to do the work. So, Jason, um, what, what, like, what, what would be one of the hottest topics that you've covered, and uh, and and you feel couples need to take a look at anything in particular? Yeah, I think um, lately there's a big some buzz around the uh, attachment stuff, adult attachment. I think that's really fascinating stuff, and it has all everything to do with safety and feeling safe in our body, which then leads to a great sex life. Um, so this is something that I think more and more people are intrigued about uh, in the personal growth space. And it, uh, my wife studies this stuff and brings it into our marriage, and it's really – Really pretty cool um, how our nervous because we're like two animals right when mm-hmm. we uh, live together and we're our nervous systems are bumping off each other all the time and so learning how to work with those is pretty essential if we want to have a, a sexy fulfilling relationship that's awesome that's very awesome and um, yeah there's so much I mean there are people who have rejected monogamy, rejected one-on-one relationships altogether. There are people experimenting with all kinds of different forms of relationship and then all kinds of gender bending that's going on too. So people are, people are exploring the boundaries of their own body in whole different ways. And they're exploring the boundaries of, well, what is relationship and who handed us this and why do we have to do it like this? And so there's so much choice and inside of all of that, what you talked about, safety, people, there's there's not a lot of people feeling safe. And, and safety in a certain way is an inside job. 
just like happiness is, but in another way when relating to someone else, what just what we said before, you have to feel listened to. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if I come in to the bedroom uh, and my partner is not feeling safe and I'm and I just think it's an inside job, um, then it's only her responsibility to make herself feel safe. But if I come in triggered and upset and I'm stressed out about something, I'm not exactly safe um, to be around in, in terms of her animal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that might be a real turn on sometimes, but at other times it might actually really shut down the space. So I actually, knowing that I have an impact on her nervous system um, and what feathers come out, I'm going to, it's in my best interest to behave in a way that allows her to open. And so this is why it's so cool to learn how to do this dance. And that's not just for the bedroom. That's just like parenting. That's dealing with money. That's dealing with each other in the kitchen. Um, there's a way in which our bodies can really, uh, tune into each other and then start playing off each other. So it's, it's just fascinating. Yeah, that's great. I heard that. I heard a little David data and all that. And that was, I was, I'm smiling. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that whole, Yeah. well, I, I would say David, he's a little more, um, in my judgment anyway, a little more polarized. Yes. Um, I, I don't know that he totally gets the nervous system piece around, um, like adult attachment, but he might. Um, but what we're learning about neurobiology and interpersonal neurobiology uh, through science is really incredible what they're coming up with now in terms of how we operate together as human beings. And it's especially fascinating in partnership over like in monogamy long term, because that's one of the hardest places to relax uh, over time. Yeah, they say that is the hardest path. Monogamy is the highest spiritual path. Even in polyamory circles, people do say that whether they rejected mm. it or not, it's still, um, it's, it's definitely challenging, challenging, challenging over time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Claustrophobic. It's all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for saying. So let's, um, let's find out, uh, if you have a tip, if you have a tip, that's a simple tip that people could, uh, take, have a takeaway, like something about listening. It could be like, how would someone know they were being listened to? Yeah, here's a good one that's um, maybe you're you might appreciate is that's learn how to interrupt people. Um, don't be so polite in your listening. Um, we, most of us are good boys and girls when we listen because we were taught that in church or school, and so we sit there silently while someone our partner goes off on some fucking monologue for thirty minutes or twenty <laughs> minutes. You know, we're we're gonna check out, right? We're gonna space out. We're gonna check out. We're not really gonna be present. So interrupting someone is a way to stay present. Hold on, hold on, honey. What was that you said? Like, wait, I got lost there. Hold on, I, I spaced out about that part. Can you repeat that? Mm. You know, that's the kind of interruption I'm talking about. Or wait, wait, let me hold on. You know, you've shared a lot. Let me see if I can catch catch up to you so far. I wanna I wanna keep listening, but I wanna make sure I've got it right so far. So let me quickly summarize what I'm getting, and then I feed it back to her, and then she can say no, that's not it, or whatever. And if I wait 20 minutes for her to stop. Then I'm then now I'm dealing with like I got to summarize 20 minutes worth because um, it's back to that we all want to feel understood. So I really encourage people to interrupt and interrupt obviously with respect and tact and politeness and, and stay in your heart and stay with the intention of trying to understand someone. 
You know, you're not interrupting to say, hey, it's my turn now. It's you're interrupting because you care and you really want to stay present to what they're telling you. That is so great. That's really a fantastic, you know, I was taught that as a, sh- as a radio show host. My, uh, my mentors in the radio business said, you have to interrupt. You can't let somebody in your show go in a monologue for 20 minutes. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so and it can be hard to do, right? Cause it's kind of rude and it's seen so in our culture is like not cool, but it's like, man, you got to interrupt people if you want to stay present. Exactly. Because they, and sometimes they just don't know and they don't take a breath. Sometimes people don't yeah. take a breath. They just go, and, and, and then. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. when they're pretty fiery and fired up about something. So that's a great, great tip. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. How can people listen to you? How can people get a hold of you if they want to? I'm imagined you do sessions with people. Yeah, I do some high-end private coaching. I do. Okay, um, good. I'm mostly, what's that? I said good. Yeah. So I do that. Um, that's kind of at the high level. And then, of course, you can come to the Relationship School, and that's jasongaddis.com slash relationship school to find out more. And that's a nine-month training. Um, I also train people to be relationship coaches. And also, if you're if you're like, oh, I don't want to invest that much time, I want to check this guy out first, a great place to start is Instagram. That's just my name or my podcast, the Smart Couple Podcast. Can you spell the website because you spell your name Jason is spelled a little differently than most Jasons. So can right. you spell that out? My parents threw a curveball there. Yeah, J A Y S O N G A D D I S dot com. Jason dot com. And uh the Smart Couple Podcast is on there if you just Jason dot com slash podcast. It's also on iTunes, uh Stitcher, you know, iPhones, um and there's, you know, a hundred and something episodes and everything from sex to emotional safety to um, uh, parenting, a little bit of parenting. So there's a, there's a lot in there. It's all about how can we have really deeply fulfilling long-term relationships. That's really what I'm about because it's what I'm living in my own life. Mm-hmm. I'm a householder. I'm a family guy. Uh, my life is my work and my family and my marriage. So um, if you want some of that, that's kind of who I am and what I stand for. It's wonderful. And I, I applaud you. I really, really do. Um, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing and I'm glad that you're, so, you're, it's like, you're so, uh, I don't know what the word is. I like you're relaxing on my nervous system. So mm. yeah, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So I, it's like, you're, so, you're so no nonsense. And at the same time, you're saying things that, oh, yeah, they make it's common sense, but some of the hardest things that people have to face. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, you know, it's both end. It's like it's a it's two headed. It's a two headed <laughs> situation. And I love yeah. I love everything that you've said about it. I really, really do. And your wife, is she a practicing psychologist? She's a practicing psychotherapist. She only works with uh, couples and she only works here live in Boulder, Colorado. I do virtual work, but she only sees people in person. Okay, got it. And then in your nine-month course, just a few more questions about this. Is it a couples course or can individuals take the course? Because I know people are wondering that. Yeah, thanks. That's an important question. It's really open to anybody who is in pain or longing around wanting to figure this whole long-term relationship stuff out. So the class is called the Deep Psychology of Intimate Relationships, and it's really the college course you probably should have gotten. 
It's two semesters long. Uh, there's two live weekends, uh, both in Boulder, Colorado, one in September, one in May. And uh, the rest is all virtual. You can just sit on your couch from home and your laptop and, and tune in and do the practices um, virtually. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the program. And it's a really, we had our first year and it was a big success. And people are, you know, able to work through conflict now and stay in the fire. And um, it's uh, it's amazing what happened to these people that went through it. That's really great. The next time I'm in Boulder, I it's I have occasion actually to come to Boulder from time to time. So the next time I'm in Boulder, I'm you're definitely going to hear from me. There's oh no great! Question. Please do. Please yeah. look me up. Let's hang out. I have a few things I could. I I just I'm just going. Oh, I have a few things I could share with him that uh, about conflict that could that could maybe add to his program. So anyway, I'm just like, that got my wheels spinning. Yeah. So you will definitely hear from me. I'm thrilled to have uh, met you to have made your acquaintance. I'm very happy that my apprentices are listening to you and that now my whole audience is listening to you as well. And I really, really thank you for being on my show today. Yeah. You're so welcome, Laurie. It's a real treat and an honor. Thanks for what you're doing. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. So everybody, I, I'd like to uh, invite you to tune in next time. I'm going to be speaking to a couple who live in Sedona and they invented a game uh, that has to do with sacred sexuality. I have no idea what it is. I don't know if it's a board game or what. They're coming down uh, to visit me to show me the game and then I'm going to interview them and figure out how they got into this and how this can be used and so on and so forth. So this is a unique one. And, um, I invite you to tune in next time and find out more about this, this game, whatever it is. So I want to thank you all for listening. And, uh, this is Laurie Handlers signing off for this episode of sex and happiness. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh,